Drive Time on RT Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Protect your family's future with life cover from Zurich. Talk to a financial broker to find out more. Drive Time on RT Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. Right now in this country, more than 3,400 children are homeless. The government accepts that this week's decision to end the GIA eviction ban will increase homelessness. The children's charity, Bernardo's, is warning that an urgent political response is needed to stop children feeling the weight of the housing uh, crisis. They say, Bernardo's, our youngest and most vulnerable citizens ought to be prioritised. Otherwise, they're left negatively impacted dealing with emotional, educational and the social reality of living in emergency accommodation. The chief executive of Barnardo's is Suzanne Connolly and she joins me now. Suzanne, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you. Um, I was reading last night again some research about the impact of homelessness on children that was uh, published just a short number of years ago. and I want to talk to you about that, but can we first remind ourselves of what Housing Minister Dar O'Brien said, speaking to this programme on Tuesday? I want to be very clear on this, and I've been very honest with people. Uh, potentially this decision may lead to an increase in homelessness in the short term. But it is the right thing for us to do as we're ramping up, up supply. As I'm talking to you today, there are 37,000 houses under construction, homes and apartments under construction in this country, way above what has been done in decades. And the state is building nearly half of them or supporting the build of half of them. So I want more people to be able to own their own homes. Can I get your reaction, Suzanne, to that? Well, I have to say I feel quite angry when I listen to that because I'm thinking, you know, of the children who who are worried now that they won't have a home. It's going to impact on children socially, emotionally, physically and on their education. And the government doesn't have an answer to where do those children and families go when the eviction notice, you know, is served on them. And the government can think about the long term. And obviously there needs to be a long-term solution to, you know, to the housing issue through building social housing. But children live in the here and now. Mm-hmm. Children's development is going to be massively impacted by the uncertainty of not having a secure home and a proper base. And the anxiety that that puts on their parents' shoulders, which their parents will do all they can to try and protect their children from. But it's very, very difficult when you're worried as a parent not to show that to your children. And I think that what we think is so important to the government and indeed the opposition, to actually come together now and come up with solutions in the short term and the long term. I mean, we in Bernardo's, we're sick of this politics of attack and defence because what the public need and what children and parents need is all our elected representatives to be accountable to us and collectively come up with something that's actually going to address the serious, serious issue of homelessness. Uh, But they say, when you take a wider lens, that they're doing that and the only way to help is to build more homes um, and that they say that, that this is the better of two evils, this decision. But when you say that homelessness will impact children socially and emotionally and developmentally, give us examples of how, because it's, it's sometimes difficult for people who are not on the front line dealing with these things to envisage what that means. Well, if you think about it, as a child, say you had a number of children who are living in, 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 a, in a reasonably nice home, say in rented accommodation, you might have been there for a couple of years, you know, you were in local schools, you made some, you know, local friends, you're, you're relatively happy, and then you're told you're going to have to move. You have to move to a different area, 
to the extent that you might even get an emergency accommodation. You're talking about new friends. You're talking about all the uncertainty of a new school. You're talking about the level of anxiety that brings. And it's very, very hard for for a child to continue to, to, to be thrive and be happy living with that degree of uncertainty. And if you think about it, when you move then out of your area, how you, you, you have to start all over again. And children, particularly if they were talking about children who are doing junior cert or children doing leaving cert, they have enough to be worried about besides now worrying about where they might be sleeping you know, in next evening. Uh, the, the research I referred to at the start, uh, Temple Street Children's uh, University Hospital, uh, they did some research in 2019 and they said that homelessness influences every facet of a child's life from conception to young adulthood. Mm. So the, the impact goes on for many years, is that right? It absolutely does and, and we would work in Bernard with with some young parents. So. So for a variety of reasons, a parent may not be able to live in their original, you know, family home. So they have to look for alternative accommodation. And, you know, the young mum, you know, mum-to-be is pregnant with all the excitement that can bring, but also the worry because it's a new pregnancy. And they're worried then about where they're, go- where they're going to live. And we do know that the babies are affected. The, the growing baby is, is affected by the emotional state of, of, of the mother. And indeed, and indeed are both parents. So, so that's actually... A, that's a proven fact, if you like, because because that's just something that has, that has been evident. And then the issue in terms of you know parents and children turning up at at, at A and E. If you're in crowded accommodation, you're more likely to have accidents, and also you, you may be away from your own GP. So where else do you go if, if something happens, or your, your child, or you're, or you're worried about your child? But I can't overstress the importance of of both the opposition and the government coming together on this. I mean, we we don't need to hear, hear point scoring. We we really need them to have a agreed set of facts and to think about what they're going to do in the here and now, because children and families deserve that. And we know the long-term solution is, is more housing. We know that I think we can all agree on that. But what do we do in, in, in the immediate term? And I mean, what do you say then? What do you say? Because on this programme and on various other programmes on this station and others, when asked, uh, when ministers in the government are asked since this decision to uh, end the eviction ban, where will, will families go if they are evicted? They are scrambling to find an answer because there are so very few alternatives. What do you say then to government in, in, in answering that question or in trying to answer that question? Well, what I would say to government is how can you go ahead with, with the lifting of the eviction ban when you can't answer that question? You know, I mean, so, so I, I just don't understand how they go ahead with something when they can't answer that basic question because... There is, you know, some families may have extended family they can go to, but, but a lot may not. So where are they supposed to go? What about Minister Pascal Donoghue and the Taoiseach saying that it would be more difficult if you extended the ban to lift the ban then in, in a number of months' time, say? But, but that's, not, that's not having a human element to the impact of it in the here and now. I mean, that might be right in the context of looking at it from a, from a logical, academic point of view, but we're, we're talking about children and parents' everyday lives. And it's, it's back to the fact that, that, that they, as elected representatives, need to be able to look their constituents in the eye and say, and say, we really do care about what happens to you. And it's very hard to believe that's true if they don't have an answer to where do they go now. What? So that's... Yeah, yeah. So, no, no, just to... to, to, to to, to give balance and, and fairness. Mm. I, I'm sure they do care, but I suppose it's, yeah. it's yeah, I don't know, is, is it a political difference of opinion as to how to provide emergency accommodation or to deal with homelessness? But you seem to me um, to be at the very end of your tether here. 
Yeah, I know. I know I'm coming across very emotional about it, and I, and I don't mean to personalise this, because I've no doubt that, that the government wishes they weren't in, in, in this position. Of course they do. You know, they're, they, you know they're, they're human beings who, of course, I mean, everybody cares about children and cares about families. But, but however, it's the, they really have to be able to account for, for the decision that they've made, you know, because, because it's, it's, and I'm not saying it's an easy problem, and that's actually why I'm not just putting this to the government. I'm actually saying it's the opposition parties too, mm-hmm. because I don't want the continued um, airwaves, you know, listening to in terms of blame all the time, because that doesn't help anybody. But they're saying you know, there's really. no going back on this decision, uh, Suzanne. Uh, the Taoiseach saying they won't reimpose the uh, eviction ban. But the, the opposition are asking them and have been asking them in the Dáil in the last few days to reverse this decision to lift the eviction ban. What do you say in, in, in terms of that discussion? Well, my understanding is it's not, it's not just the, you know, the opposition who's asking of that. It's, it's, it's agencies that specialise in homelessness who really understand the issue. And some government TDs as well. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. And some government TDs as well. So I, I would like the government to really give consideration to that. And again, I, I mean... I mean, I think that this is about immediate need. I mean, I, we all recognise it's, it's a, there's long-term solutions that need to time and attention for them to actually have an impact. We all recognise that. And I suppose, I mean, I do find myself thinking, yeah, it's very hard not to get emotional when, when you really think of the potential for children and, and parents really having nowhere to go. But I'm not trying to strike points myself here. I want to say that. I just really want something that... That, that puts the energy where it needs to be. Okay, well, I, I very much hear your concern uh, about the impact it will have on children, and that's your greatest concern, I know that. CEO of Barnardo's, Suzanne Connolly, thank you very much indeed. You can text the programme 51551. 